this past summer, I shared with my parents that there was a possibility that I might be coming to serve here at the cathedral in Venice. And my mom particularly was just shocked, I think excited, and maybe a little worried. Worried that I might speak about her in my homilies. <laughs> well, they don't get here until December. So I want to tell you a story about my mom's soul. When my mom was pregnant with me, um, she had planter's warts on her soul. And for those of you who are aware of that, you have to have them surgically removed. They are very painful to walk when you have planter's warts on your soul. And uh, so, as the story is retold, and as I have heard it, my, my dad is in the hospital with my mom. She's just given birth to me. And my dad is concerned that she needs to be able to get back on her feet and take care of my other amazing siblings, um, Michael and Kelly. Eventually, there would be two more that would come after me. So I am the middle child, in case you couldn't tell. Um, but my dad said to my mom, he goes, we're going to say a prayer of faith that the Lord would heal your feet, the soles of your feet. And he just took the, the sheets back and said a little prayer on my mom's feet. The next morning when he went into the hospital, he pulled back the sheets and he said that my mom's feet, the soles of her feet, were brand spanking new, soft as a baby's skin. And it was a miracle. It was a miracle. It was a miracle of faith that my, my, my father just threw the Hail Mary pass. Let's, let's, I got to get back to work. Lord, you need to heal these feet. But you could maybe imagine their gratitude and their heart for the amazing and very quick way the Lord answered that prayer. Gratitude. We hear about it in the first reading and we hear about it in the gospel. We have the gratitude of Naam, who experiences his own healing, miraculous healing, healing from leprosy. And when he returns to Elisha, to, to give thanks. He also wants to give him a bunch of gifts. And Elisha's like, no, I'm not going to accept them. And so Naam directs his praise and his thanksgiving to God. And that's why he asked for those mounds of, of dirt. Because he says, when I go back to my country, I want to worship on the soil of the God of the Israelites, because that is the true God. And then we hear about the ten lepers who are healed today in the gospel. And yet, only one of them returns to give thanksgiving. And Jesus says, where are the other nine? Were not you all healed? And the one who returns is a foreigner, a Samaritan. And he comes to give thanks 
to God, to praise God for the gift that he has received. There is a difference between, I would say, Christian gratitude and good manners. When someone holds the door for us, we say thank you. Maybe they do us a favor, they give us a nice gift, we might write them a little thank you card. Now that's not Christian gratitude. Christian gratitude is not an event in our life, a moment in our life. It's meant to be our whole life. St. Ignatius of Loyola, in his retreat format, the spiritual exercises, at the very beginning, he would have the retreat and pray about this. They call it the principle and foundation. That man is created to praise, reverence, and serve God. And in so doing, save his soul. We are created. Our purpose in life, part of our purpose, part of our mission, is to praise, reverence, and serve God. Father Jack is going to be speaking about in the next couple of weeks stewardship. But stewardship is going to flow from an experience of gratitude of the gifts that God has given me. What has he done in my life? The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Let us give thanks. We say that at every Mass. Let us give thanks. And you say it is right and it is just. You're not doing it for God. God doesn't need your thanks. It's not like it adds anything to him where he goes, oh, wow. You're doing it for you. It does something in your heart. Gratitude and praise changes you, transforms you. What are we grateful for? St. Ignatius would also have us, in case you haven't figured out, I'm kind of really big into Ignatius. Those of you who don't know, I've worked out at the retreat center, and as part of our charism is retreat ministry. But he would say at the end of, of every day that we pause, and sometimes do it twice a day, but just to reflect on what were the blessings of this day. Am I, I need to remember and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to me, Lord, where were you? In a conversation that unfolded, in an encounter with someone that, that unfolded. Maybe in a sunset, maybe in holding a, a new baby, you had an experience of gratitude in your heart, an experience of grace, and maybe it just passed us by. And at the end of the day, he says, just pause. You know, before you ask yourself, what did I miss? Maybe where did I sin in my life? An examination of conscience. First start from this posture of gratitude. Lord, how have you blessed me today? You know, and one of the real surprises of where God comes to bless us, it's in our leprosy. Spiritual, emotional, or physical. It's when we experience, as the ten lepers experienced and Naam experienced in the first reading, when we experience God's healing, compassion, and love, when we experience first our own brokenness, it brings us to our knees and it recognizes, Lord, I need you. I can't live this life without you. 
There's a great song, I think Chris Tomlin, it's a Christian song, says, Oh, how I need you. And when we experience that humility, then we let God come to us and to heal us. It then experiences a great authentic spirit of gratitude. In the gospel today, Jesus says to the lepers, go show yourself to the priest. And as they go, in faith, they're healed. But the priest would be the one to say, it's okay to come back to church. And so Jesus has given us himself and the church. And it's like today we're, we're, we're coming to him in the Eucharist. The word Eucharist means thanksgiving. And so before we go to Jesus, and I say, go show yourself to Jesus, I'm going to say a quick prayer and just ask the Holy Spirit just to reveal to you where has he blessed you in your life? Where has, been, where has he been present? Where has he saved you? Where has he healed you? And so just, just pause. Just ask the Holy Spirit right now. Lord Jesus, we come before you. Before we approach you in the Eucharist, help us just recognize and reveal to us what are the blessings And Lord Jesus, where is the brokenness that you're inviting us to, to reveal to you for healing? We pray, Lord Jesus, as we come to this Mass, as we come to this Eucharist, that we can come as we are. We recognize it is our brokenness that draws you to us and that before we receive you in the Eucharist, Lord, that, that, that faith that cries out, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter underneath my roof, but only say the word, and my soul, my soul shall be healed. Lord, that we can make that prayer for ourselves. The lepers in the gospel today, they stood at a distance and they cried out, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, there's no... You have drawn close to us. You do not want us to be distant to you. And it is your desire to restore our souls. May we experience that today with great trust and confidence and give you the praise and glory that is yours because it is right and it is just. Amen?